As I was getting ready this morning, I, you know, things, are, things were actually pretty smooth this morning. You know, things were great. And, and, um, and it was about, it was about 7.30 or so, the Lord just began to stir this message on my heart. And I, I wrote it out real quickly this morning. And you're going to say, man, you preached for a half hour. I didn't know how quickly that was. But no, it, I seriously, I just wrote it out real quickly, just getting my thoughts together. Because I really want you to know the heart of Jesus when he is speaking this. So Matthew chapter 6, and we're going to start with verse 5. And he's in the middle of this great sermon. And he says, and when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray, standing in the synagogue on the street corners, to be seen by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received the reward in full. The first question that I ask when Jesus says, when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, who is he talking to? Who is Jesus talking to? You know, he's not talking to the established, the elites. He's not talking to the ones that are in control and have all the power and authority. He's talking to people who are willing to come and to sit at his feet and listen and hear the word of the Lord. He's talking to common people. He's talking to you and me. He's talking to just people who are normal. Well, maybe me, not you. But he's talking to just common people. He's talking to the regular, everyday people. And so you got to get into the framework of who Jesus is talking to. He's not, he's not preaching to the elite or the status quo. He's preaching to just regular people who are sitting at his feet wanting to know more about God. That's who he's talking to. And he says, don't be like the hypocrites. For they love praying, standing in the synagogues, street corners, to be seen by others. Jesus does not want us to be people who are always trying to do things to impress others. He's not wanting us to, to be the one who always has to have the spotlight because this is something private between you and him. This is something that you get to do with the creator of the universe. You get to do this with him. You get the audience you get the attention of God. That's quite humbling. It's quite humbling when you think about how big this place is and how wonderful the sun, the moon, the stars are. You start to think about, you know, sometimes I like watching NASA TV. I know, I'm just one of those guys. And they got all those pretty images on there and you can see how big things are. And all I could think about is that God sees me, sees you. He's interested in you. All this stuff around us is great, but it's really about you. And that's how much he loves you. And Jesus says, listen, just go find him when you pray. You don't have to be seen. You don't have to have a certain style. You don't have to be the best of the best. Just be you. Go to his feet. Go find him. Pray. You know, it really also deals with the fact that God wants us to be people who are always coming before him. 
And he says this, that when you do it, there will be a reward. You see, the people who do it for show, they have already received the reward. They've got the applause of people. They got the awes of people. But our audience is not with them. It's not with the crowd. It's with him. So Jesus says, truly, I tell you, they've received the reward in full. And then he continues in verse 6. But when you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your Father who is unseen. And then your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. I want you to know that this verse really is about several different things. Number one, it's about relationship. He says, when you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your Father who is unseen. When you pray, Jesus is putting the expectation of prayer and this ideal of you doing it with the father to go into pray to go include your room to close the door to do whatever it is to get alone with him and when you do that you are going to first of all build a relationship with him you are going to build a relationship with him prayer is not just about going to the father and saying i need this 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 it is simply being in his presence and him being with you it is about that time when you get to be alone with your father and it's not about the length of time it's not about how long you do it i'll tell you there's been times i prayed for five minutes and it's been great there's been times i prayed 30 seconds and it was wonderful and then there's times where i'm so caught up in the presence of the lord i don't even realize the clock has gone past hour after hour why because it's about him it's about you and him being together into that relationship it's about relationship that's why jesus says you go and you get alone shut the door close the door do whatever you have to to be alone with god and then when you build a relationship it must be something that has your full attention don't you hate it when people ask how you're doing but they're not even looking at you how you doing well that's good yeah what Huh? Oh, you're good, good, good. Yeah, I just got ran over by a train and I lost my arm. Oh, that's great. Good, good. They're not paying attention to you. So when you're in this relationship with God, you got to just be full in. Turn the phone off. Turn the distractions off. Sometimes, if you're like my wife, you got to turn the music off. My, my wife was praying for me one time, and all of a sudden I realized she was just repeating the lyrics of the song. I'm like, come on, focus on me here. Focus, pray, pray for me, pray for me. Whatever it is, distractions, you just got to just tune them out. Now, listen, I pray with music. That's great. I do. <clears throat> I pray with music all the time. But there's times where I just, I reflect. And I just meditate and I think about why. Because I don't want nothing to distract me. So when you pray, go into your room, that's about relationship. But the other thing it's about is about trust. Because Jesus says when you go pro- close your door, pray to your father who is unseen. Think about how crazy this is. We must trust in someone we cannot see. We must trust. We must believe in someone who is not here physically with us. We can't see him. And Jesus is saying, you go into your room, you close the door, and pray to your Father who is unseen. That's trust. That's trust. Just like back in the day, when you used to get your friends together and you're going to go meet at the mall. You remember those days where we had to trust that when we said we were going to meet at the mall at 9 o'clock that they would show up because we didn't have a cell phone. We didn't have no way of knowing if they were running late. We just waited there. And sometimes they were running a little late, but you trusted that they were going to make it and you just waited. 
Nowadays, we get impatient. If they don't show up on time, we call, you know, with our kids. We got their location. Okay, they're almost here. No, but there's just about that trust. Why? Because you can't see God. You may not even see him in the moments that you are in. You may not even see him in the moments that you are facing right now, but you have to trust that he's there. So this is about relationship. This is about trust. But this is also about faith because Jesus said that your father who is unseen, then your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. You have to have faith that your father is going to reward you for spending time with him. What's the reward? Who cares? I'm with him. And I know this, that the reward's going to be good. The reward is going to be good. My birthday's coming up, <clears throat> just in case you forgot, June 18th. Uh, my birthday's coming up. I expect a German chocolate cake. I expect it. I expect a German chocolate cake with candles this time. <laughs> I have to fight for candles, man. Like, they don't supply enough candles in one package. They're not <laughs> it's not a birthday without candles. And the fight, okay, easy. But I expect it. And you know what? It's going to happen. It's going to happen. But you know what the reward is? Being with my family. Being with them. I don't need a gift. I don't need a card. I don't need a cake with candles. I really don't. I just need them. See, that's the reward of being together. And do you know what I get out of this relationship? I get dishwashers, I get house cleaners, I get, oh no, I get time with my kids. I get time with my family. And that is a reward to a father that is great. And you know what I do as a father? Go out and buy them some nasty red lipstick because they need it for the parade. That's what I do as a father. But that's my reward to them. That's what I do for them. Why? Because we're together. And as a father, I do whatever I can. And so you have to believe, you have to have faith that your father, who is not seen, is going to reward you with the things that you need, with the, with the desires of your heart, the things that you've been praying for, the things you've been asking. You've got to believe that your father in heaven is going to do those things. But in the meantime, just build that relationship. In the meantime, trust that he's there. And in the meantime, believe that there is going to be a reward and you can expect it. You have to have expectation because without faith, what's the point? Without believing, without expectation, why would God even reward faith that has no expectation? That's not faith. That's a fantasy. But when you expect in God, you must believe that Jesus' words are true, that he will reward you. And then he said, and when you pray, do not keep on babbling like pagans, for they think they will be heard because of their many words. Do not be like them, for your heavenly Father knows what you need before you ask him. I want us just to really consider this portion of Scripture. And when you pray, do not keep on babbling like the pagans. See, the people that would pray, would use all these great words. I remember I had a roommate, you know, for half a semester, and uh, he ended up, you know, wanting to move out, and I didn't stop him. And I remember the first time, you know, we were there at Bible college, and, 
And he said, I think it's good if we should pray at night together. And I said, okay. And I'm thinking, I'm not holding your hand though, man. I said, I'm just going to pray. And so he said, okay. So I remember there, you know, he's just a normal guy. He's, you know, he's, he's just a cool guy. And, and, um, and so uh, we were praying. And he says, you start and then I'll, I'll close. And I said, okay. So I started, you know, dear Lord, thank you for this beautiful, hot, muggy day that we get to spend here in this dorm room that has no air conditioner. Amen. You know, I, just, I just said a simple prayer. Lord, thank you for whatever it Praise your name. Amen. And then he started to pray. And honestly, this is all I remember about his prayer. Dear God. Like, what? He like turned into some preacher from the 19th century. And he went on and on and on. Now, I'm not saying he was a pagan. But he just kept going on and on. And he got into this real deep, godly voice. And he just kept praying. And next thing you know, it worked because I fell asleep and I had a good night's sleep. I just, I don't know what he prayed, but it worked. The thing is, is this, Jesus is saying, listen, you don't have to babble on. You don't have to keep saying all the right words. You don't have to have a distinguished preaching voice. You don't have to know the King James by heart in order to approach to your father. Just pray. Just pray. Because sometimes what we do is we like to elevate ourselves by our words. I remember I was talking to a pastor one time, and he's a pastor of quite a larger church of ours, and, and, um, and he's, you know, he's doing well, and, and I said, how you doing? He said, good, good, and he asked me how I was doing. I said, not too bad, and um, he just recently just got a new position at a church, so I was just checking in on him, seeing how he's doing, and I said, how you doing? How you like the new church? And he goes into this long dialogue of, of, of how the church is going and how he's doing this and this and this strategy and that strategy and all that. And he was going on and on and on and on and on. And I just said, do you like it? <laughs> I mean, cause I didn't know if he liked it. He goes, oh, yeah, 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 I'm having fun. I said, see, so the thing is that when, when sometimes we like to elevate ourselves with the words that we say because we try to make ourselves look better than, than what we do, you know, just like, you know, when, you know, we're going to have pizza this week sometime, you know, and, and I'm going to make sure that I, I slice it in half. So that way I can say I had one piece, right? I mean, we like to say things to make us look good. We like to, to do things and to, to, to elevate ourselves. But Jesus says, don't, you don't have to do that. You just come to the Father as who you are. Just be honest. Be yourself. He gives us an example of this in Luke 18, and he's teaching on prayer. And this is what it says, Luke 18, verse 9, to some who were confident of their own righteousness and looked down on everyone else, Jesus told this parable. So he's speaking to people who like to elevate themselves with their words. Luke 18, verse 10. Two men went to the temple to pray, one a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. So right away, Jesus is giving a great example of someone who is esteemed, someone who is looked up by the community, someone who is a leader. And then... He compares them to someone who is a tax collector. And, and if you know in Scripture, tax collectors are looked at as almost like the scum of the earth. Who likes the tax collector? Then the Pharisee stood by himself and prayed, God, I thank you that I am not like the other people, the robbers, the evildoers, the adulterers, or even like this tax collector. I fast twice a week and give a tenth of all that I get. Jesus says, but the tax collector stood at a distance. He would not even look up to heaven, 
but beat his chest and said, God have mercy on me, a sinner. Look what Jesus said. I tell you that this man, rather than the other, that the tax collector, rather than the Pharisee, went home justified before God. For all those who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who are humble themselves will be exalted. Jesus said, listen, you don't have to elevate yourself up with words. You don't have to be of a certain class or a certain church or a certain economic status or a certain educational level. You just come to the Father and pray. You don't have to be the best of the best. Just be you. And be honest when you pray. Because this Pharisee, he was saying, I'm so thankful, God, that I'm not like all these other people. I'm so thankful that you've blessed me. And maybe he was blessed. Maybe he had everything that you think a person would need. Maybe he was well off. Maybe he had all the, the answers in life. But he wasn't coming before God honestly. And here comes this tax collector, this one that society looks over and considers the least of the least. And he can't even look up to heaven. He said, have mercy on me, God, because I know who I am. You don't know how many times I'm in prayer, and I just put my head down. I said, Father, you know who I am. I'm so thankful that you are merciful and you are kind because I know who I am. Father, I need you. You see, that's what moves the Father when you come to him honestly. When you just come to him and you say, Father, I know who I am, but I know who you are, and I need you. Jesus says, when you do that, your Father will reward you. Because your Father hears you. He says, people who come before the Father, and they elevate themselves, and they're living in a life of pride, and they're not really looking at themselves honestly, Jesus says that they won't be heard. Don't be like them. Don't be like them. For your Father knows what you need before you even ask Him. This is what amazes me about God and the idea that we get to go before the Lord because I, I go before the Lord and I have my needs, I have my list, I, I have the needs that I'm praying for you guys in the church, those who are friends. I, I have your needs listed on this paper, but you know what Jesus says? Even before you enter that room, even before you open your mouth to say anything, he already knows all those things. So just be honest. Just be honest. Be desperate in that room. Be desperate in your prayer room. And, and listen, your prayer room may not be a closet. It may not be a place where you have all by yourself. I remember so many times I would come home and I would see my wife at the table with her fingers in her ears because she's just trying to have a moment with God because kids are running around. I understand that sometimes it's not perfect. But whatever you do, you get into that place. You find God. You seek him. And when you seek him, just be honest with him. Come before him. Let him know your heart. And God tells us, Jesus tells us that your Father in heaven hears you and he will move on your behalf. He will reward you. Be desperate in that room. Be desperate in that place. I listen, I like to be, I like to be macho. I like to be manly man. I like to be the, you know, the guy who 
who impresses my wife. But not in my prayer closet. Because I'm honest. Father, I don't know what to do. Father, I don't know. Got to be honest. He knows your heart. Humble yourself before God. Some of us just need to come before the Father. and just need to be honest. Just need to humble yourself. And here's what blows me away. Jesus says for in Luke, 8, Luke 18, for all those who exalt themselves will be humbled. But those who humble themselves will be exalted. Those who come into that room and just pray honestly to the one who knows what you need even before you ask, Jesus says that he will exalt you. Think about that. That your Father in heaven sees you right where you're at and he's the one who lifts you up and says look at my boy look at my boy look at my girl look at him he lifts you up because he's so proud of you my niece Elise every time we sing the birthday song she has to sing her encore birthday song all by herself. She doesn't know that I know the song. She doesn't know that I already heard it just a moment before. But you know what she sees? She sees her mom and her dad so proud. And, and you know what mom and dad are doing? Look at my daughter. Look at her. You see, God is so proud of us when we come to him. And you don't have to be the best. You don't have to be perfect. Just be honest. Make time. Build that relationship. Build that trust. Keep your faith. And just come and just tell him everything that's on your heart. And Jesus says he will reward you. He'll lift you up. He'll exalt you. You must be honest. What does it mean that he will exalt you? Or what does it mean to have humility when you pray? It means this, to put things in the right perspective. Your God, I'm not. Your God, I'm not. You know what to do, I don't. You have the strength, I don't. You have the resources, I don't. You have the ability, I don't. And Jesus said that when you come and you pray that way, you will be rewarded. Come with humility. Respect God. Know who he is. And he will lift you up. And then Jesus begins to show them how to pray. But I'm going to end right here this morning because I think it's important that we understand the first part. 
And you just need to pray. So would you come to the piano, honey? You just need to pray. And so we're going to do this for just a few moments. We're going to pray as a church. Some of us just need to be honest. Maybe you're here and you say, Pastor, I've been trying to do things in my own strength. I've been using words to cover up how I really feel. It's okay. Because God loves you. And Jesus said that if we just make the time to pray, that the one you cannot see sees you. And the one you cannot see hears you. And he will move. He will reward you if you just pray. So this morning, just take a few moments right where you are. Just isolate yourself right now. Don't worry about the person on your left or the right. Just pray to him. Be honest with him.